Hello, Queen, and welcome to the Modern Frida Podcast. If you're looking to feel more empowered, then you've come to the right place. Join me weekly as we talk all things love, life, and art business strategy to empower you to embody your higher self and feel more fearless and confident as you run your business. I'm your host, Jennifer V. Hartley, artist and empowerment coach. Hello, Fridas, and welcome to another episode. Today we have Haley Castillo, an emerging pop artist from Metro Atlanta. Welcome. Thank you so much. Hi, Jennifer. I'm so <laughs> excited to be here. I'm a, re- I'm a pop artist from Atlanta, and I'm a recent grad from University of North Georgia. I graduated right after the pandemic started, so that's a fun time to graduate. I founded my studio in 2017 when I was in art school, and I established the Art Alliance where I connect artists in the Atlanta area. How exciting! Okay, wow, there's just so much there. Like the fact that you graduated right when quarantine started. Oh, it's so much fun! Like, wow, it couldn't be better timing. I'm being sarcastic, but. Yeah, in some ways, it kind of was, I guess, you know, because it gives you more time. Mm -hmm. So how was that for you, like being an artist during quarantine? Well, I'm not gonna like lie and sugarcoat it. The first like month of quarantine, I guess I was actually very scared. And I like really didn't leave my house. And all my family are like essential workers and my roommate. So I was just not sure what was going to happen. And I didn't really make art a lot during that time. But I was more focused on pivoting how to sell and create my brand more online during quarantine, which was a lot to do but I feel like having that time to process everything made it a little bit better because I was able to really focus on that mm-hmm. what quarantine did for a lot of us it just really slowed us down and like we weren't able to like just keep going and going and going like we were just so used to it. it's just go 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 it's like no man you have nowhere to go like you just got you your thoughts and your four walls basically which was traumatic for some maybe a lot of people so so, oh, and you said you you have your own studio, right? Well, I pretty much just call it my studio, I guess. That's like my little name for it. I'm like, that's my business is my studio. I run my art business out of my bedroom, basically. But you know how it is. We have to like make ourselves sound a little better sometimes than we are. I don't know. I didn't know how else to really say that. I guess that's been in my artist statement for a really long time. So I never like really questioned it. It seems like an honest statement. I just wanted to make sure I got it right. I think it's so cool. Like I call my shop the Harley gallery but I don't have an actual gallery set up anywhere but I like the name <laughs> so I'm yeah. like I'm the Harley gallery in the future I hope to have a gallery it's aspirational yes yeah. yeah so no that's cool I like that so um I like I also like your your business your studio business it's Haley's comment designs I'm like ooh thank you cool. 
I really love it too. Um, I've always had like a special connection to Haley's Comet, I guess, just like since I learned about it in school. And it seemed like a natural name when I started my business. So I just like went with it. And luckily, there's like no one else like trying to go by that or call themselves that. I had kind of have like a little monopoly on that name. So I'm going to go with it. That's awesome. Like, oh, like you would think that there would be more Haley Comet because, you know, it's just like, yeah. But even I like that it's not like, like your name spelling. It goes like it's not exactly how the first Haley Comet, the Haley is actually spelled, if that makes sense. So right. It was actually kind of unintentional. Like people obviously always mispronounce my name when they look at it just because it has a different spelling. So mm-hmm. when I named my business that like it actually helped people get my name right now (laughs) so today we're going to talk a little bit about trauma and art (laughs) and um so I guess it's safe to say that we're gonna go deep maybe I don't know I don't know where this conversation will go but I feel like trauma and art are so closely related in a lot of ways and sometimes art does stem from trauma and yeah so lead the way Haley well, without like triggering everyone, I guess, I had a traumatic experience happen to me, mm, I think four years ago now. I look at that like as a good thing that I'm forgetting like the amount of time and everything because I used to like remember the day and everything and I would like track it. So I actually like missed the anniversary, I guess, of the event this past year. And I was like so happy about that. But that's actually like when I started my studio, as I call it. And it's just like when you hit rock bottom, (laughs) then you're like, what do I have to lose? I guess you I mean, you get to that point. So I actually I was really lucky because I have a really supportive boyfriend. And he like encouraged me a lot to like start my business. And I created my business when I was sitting right next to him on the couch, maybe it was like six months after everything had happened to me. And um, that doesn't seem like the longest amount of time now. But when you're living in that that six months it's like the longest amount of time ever and I actually I had a lot of people that were like around me that inspired me to create my own business that were starting their own like small little businesses um my friend Aubrey she does macrame necklaces and I thought well if she can do it then I can (laughs) it's all just kind of happened really steadily And I would just like post, you know, on Instagram. This was a long time ago on the days when there were not even video posts yet on Instagram. Oh my God, it's hard time that that was ever the case. Right, it's crazy. So it's just changed so much in that amount of time. But I've also like found my way, I guess more even in the past year since I graduated because that was when I knew I had to like buckle down like figure this out probably at the hardest time ever and I just was trying to get followers in any possible way that I can get people to see my art whatever I can do to bring people to my page and start selling stuff and I actually had a pretty decent year considering it was like pandemic so I'm pretty proud of that and then 
this year's like going crazy already. So <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about the art that you do and kind of a little bit about the success you have had and how that came about? Okay. Um, I create pop art. I mostly love to create like sculptures from found art items, but I don't know, like a lot of artists, I create pretty much like anything and whatever I'm feeling like. Uh, this past year, I've just been getting a lot of like custom commissions and then I had like a Christmas sale that went pretty well. So I'm just trying to sell my art in any way I possibly can. And it seems to be working. Uh, I made it a LinkedIn and I post on Pinterest, you know, uh, I made a TikTok very reluctantly. <laughs> and I'm just trying everywhere to do what I can. That's not something I would necessarily recommend for someone starting out because it is like a lot to wrap your head around. And I don't really like know what I'm doing on Pinterest or TikTok like at all. But I thought you never know. You just post and see what happens. So you got to start somewhere. How would you, okay, out of all those platforms, because you did mention LinkedIn and Pinterest, like which one has been your most um, where you find that you get more traction, maybe more sales, maybe more community building? Like which one's your favorite platform? Well, Instagram is definitely my number one favorite, but also I'm like the most comfortable with that. I really like LinkedIn, but I just joined in December. The thing what I do like about LinkedIn is like it's really easy to get connections on there and get people like more eyes on your art so I already have over 1500 connections I think um on LinkedIn it's just like any way I can get more eyes on my art and there's like really um high up people in the art world like that you can connect with or even people like that you really admire you probably find them on LinkedIn and they will add you I don't know why everyone's like very comfortable with adding strangers on LinkedIn but that's how it is <laughs> I've heard that LinkedIn like LinkedIn is like the it's like the hidden gem gym because um not a lot of people like people are on there but since it's not like oversaturated with like instagram is tiktok with content it's just so it's more organic you can get more of an organic reach is what i'm trying to say but it's also yeah. like very daunting like i've heard like i've been one i'm on linkedin technically tech oh go add me on linkedin we'll connect but yeah. it's not like updated or anything i'm like i don't know what the heck i'm doing i never get on there but my friend keeps telling me, she's like, you need to update your LinkedIn. It's time. It's time you get on the ball. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll get to it. And uh, I actually, my client, one of my clients, she is actually very, that's what she does. She, she finds her, she works with people on LinkedIn. It's maybe I should talk to her about it because I'm like, I don't mess with that. But you know, I think it's, it is important to get your work as much as exposure as you can. <laughs> But without like overwhelming yourself and overdoing. Okay, so apparently I, I never went to art school personally, but I know a lot of the people listening in some, I, I would say like a 20% of the people listening in probably um, have gone to art school. And I know you wanted to talk about what to do after art school. So for someone who's maybe been out of art school for a while or just getting out of art school, what are some suggestions you would give to them? Well, if you're not at a place where you're already advertising your art online, that's definitely where you need to start. You need to pick a platform, I guess, that you like the most. So maybe experiment for a little while and see which one works for you 
and then very consistent there and try and make sales. So you need to be like reaching out to people, creating relationships, and you need to be reaching out from pe- to people and creating relationships. So that's the best way to start selling your art and just getting people to know you. So being personal on your Instagram, like mixing in pictures of your art and yourself. People like to see you come up with like a content strategy that you can stick to and be consistent with. And then you can start like branching out to other platforms. You don't necessarily need a website when you start out to sell your art. So, I mean, I work a lot on commission basis and you don't need a website for that. There's always Etsy. I love that you said like the building relationship (laughs) connections. That is so important. And I think people forget that on social media like on instagram we'll talk mostly about instagram because i'm mostly on instagram too and i know you are 99.9 percent of the people listening in and sometimes we just get we think oh how do we sell art like how who's gonna buy it? it's like no just focus on making those connections building those relationships because that's what social media is about it's about being social and also, I, I love that you also mentioned that it's good to mix you, you like the artist, a little bit of your personality, your personal stuff, not a lot, but some so that people can really connect with you. I see so many artists on the online space, especially ones that are just getting started. Um, maybe they've been doing it for two years, but are just now taking it more seriously. Even artists who have been five, six years, they they don't really show a lot about themselves, but they don't understand how important it is to build, like it helps with building those meaningful really connections. And people really like to be able to relate to the artist and the art piece. So I think you make an amazing point with that. Thanks. Those are all literal lessons that I learned because I've done all of those things. Like I never post a picture of myself on my Instagram for a long time. And I thought that it was just supposed to be like, my art and that was it and obviously like wasn't working I mean I've changed my plan so many times like I feel like everyone's done that but finally like once you get comfortable you can't find something that you can stick to and like something that you seriously love because like if you really love your feed you're gonna go and like scroll on it and you're gonna be like look I did that it's so pretty And I do that and I'm like proud of myself. So I think everyone deserves to feel that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, if you're not loving what you're doing, even if it's Instagram, if you're not loving the way you're showing up on Instagram, what you're posting, then what's the point? Like people are going to catch up on that. They're going to be like, well, if she doesn't love it. Why should we love it? You know? So yeah. I right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. So like for, for just starting out, like, not just starting out, but, you know, really hitting the ground since quarantine, you've really grown like a pretty big audience too. And it seems like, you know, you've made a lot of connections. And I think that's, that's amazing. Thanks. Yeah, I really love it. I mean, there's so many great, like, women artists and like female small business owners, even ones that I've met that like live in my area. And I would have never like met them without Instagram, which is crazy, because we live like close to each other you know we went to the same high school just at different times that's just weird these things that internet can bring yeah no wow that's honestly that is amazing because I don't have any friends like that who I mean my high school was pretty small 
I graduated with like 80 people in my class. I definitely still have them like on Facebook, but we don't really connect. But the beautiful thing about, like you said, the internet is that you can meet new people. And um, I'm starting to meet more Denver people because I'm from Denver. And it is exciting, even though I haven't really met with any of them in person, probably because of COVID. I don't know. I'm excited to to meet people in the future. I think we're all ready to socialize. Yeah. At this point, like I'm an introvert. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, I will force myself to go and socialize with people because not talking to people has really been sucky. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Because I don't really leave still. I mean, the only person that I do see really is my boyfriend. So Mm -hmm. it's like I'm in the house most of the time anyway. And I'm so just like annoying after a while. Just being alone all the time. I don't like it. It definitely gets old. And like, I love to spend time by myself like a lot. Like I can spend, I can be with myself all day, honestly. But there gets a point where you're like, it'd be nice to have someone just to be with for like 30 minutes <laughs> like I'm not asking for a lot I just like need company so I'm ex- I'm looking forward to that but I'm so curious can you tell Me us too. Oh, yes. can you tell us a little bit about your background and you could tell us a little bit about your upbringings and that how that added to your artist journey oh sure I love to talk about that well I'm actually a twin I have an identical twin sister So that just plays into like me as a person in general, like that changes a lot about a person when you're a twin. And um, my mom raised us like to be like very creative. And my uncle, her brother is actually a professional artist also. But we used to just like create stuff with my mom out of like whatever we found in the garage we did a lot of like box things, you know, creations out of boxes. She was a preschool teacher. So we made a bus. We made like a big plane out of like giant boxes for the kids. And they like played on them for like a month before they like tore it up, obviously. But it was like an evolution from making stuff that you just like find around the house. And I still do that. Honestly, I just go in my garage and I'm like, what can I turn this random thing into? Because there's something possibly that I need in here. That gives me a whole different insight on your art, how it's inspired what you do now. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, because you did like it's very... What did you call it? Like two, let me go look at your bio real quick. Sculpture and, oh, you do 3D printing? Yeah, I got my uh, certificate in digital fabrication and 3D printing also when I graduated. Whoa, do you have like a 3D printing printing machine? I don't. I wanted to get one, um, but I just haven't been able to. Maybe with my stimulus money. I don't know. I have like a lot of plans for my stimulus money, so I don't think it's going to stretch that far. (laughs) That's not good. Um, I just think that's so cool. Cool. Like I, I love. I, in the last couple of months, I've been meeting so many different types of artists. For example, there's this. Um, oof, I can't remember her name. Uh, she she creates um, art out of I, upcycled materials out of pillows, and it is oh, so. Wow. Yeah, it is so cool. Like, yeah, I can't remember her name at the moment, but she's from California, I believe, and she makes art out of pillows and thread, or like. Yeah, it's like colored thread or something like that. And it's like, what? Like, I'm sure a non artist would be like, um, that's just dirty pillows or old pillows. I'm like, no, that is art. 
sculptures. I love it. That's like a really big trend. I think that's coming like soft sculptures. I've been seeing a lot about that. So. Oh, that's what you would call it. Yeah. yeah it's so, it's so cool. I, I, I enjoy it. And I'm like, Ooh, like, it's just, it's nice to know, like literally anything is art. And I think as well, and it's both a good thing and sometimes like a weird, bad thing, you know, cause some people kind of maybe take advantage of that in some ways maybe right. and but it's still so awesome to see like when you know it's genuine and authentic and people are really like that's their art and it's just so interesting like I need to ask them I've been wanting to ask them like what what's why pillows like what what's going on here I don't I should go ask them but anyways and that being said what's your favorite art piece right now that you created oh my goodness that's like asking me to choose between my non-existent children <laughs> probably just say my senior show uh because i worked for like a year on it and i'm not over it yet <laughs> so it means a lot to you right i made a series of eight sculptures with they were all relief sculptures well six of them were relief sculptures and they were made of these prism origami pieces that i made so they were all like in a rainbow order and I did one red, one orange, all the way to purple. The mobile that I created actually like hung in front of the relief sculptures. And then there was like a plexiglass prism piece that is under the mobile here. And it was displayed like rotating above it. I don't know. I'd been envisioning it for probably like three years and I was just like, excited to see it like actually in real life and I don't do anything that I don't like consider as perfect which is obviously like a blessing and a curse sometimes but to see it like it was literally it was perfect and I was just like I was so happy <laughs> that's amazing because we're often our worst critic when it comes to our art so to say that our art is perfect I think it's beautiful thank you yeah Okay, so I know um, we kind of jumped around, but I kind of want to go back. First of all, I didn't know you had a twin. Like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> and I'm curious, are you um, Hispanic? Are you, like, what's your back, what's your in-city background? My parents are both Cajun, so I'm full-blooded uh, Cajun from Louisiana. Oh, how cool. <laughs> like, French and uh, Canadian and, like... Italian and Irish I don't know got a lot of stuff in there wow that's that's amazing I didn't know I didn't really know what like Cajun like really until to be honest I know about the food <laughs> not about like people <laughs> it's a mixing pot there's even like a, a big Asian population down there so mm. I've never been to Louisiana I'm like I'm in I, mean, I should go sometime to check it out. I've passed through it, but I've never like been been to it. Well, I was actually a princess in the Mardi Gras ball when I was like seven years old, which is like maybe one of the coolest things that will ever happen to me. <laughs> so I'm like connected to my culture in that way. It's something that I like never forget. And also, I mean, I can like brag that I'm a princess whenever <laughs> I feel like it because it's true. Yeah, hell yeah, princess. I love it. That's, that's awesome. I've never seen a Mardi Gras 
is it parade or like what they do right they do yeah i think since i was in the actual ballpark the parade like ended at the ballroom and then like the queen and then like the king and all these other people there's like a whole ceremony they all walk out and i don't know i just had to walk in this really fancy outfit well my grandma actually made all the costumes for the Mardi Gras ball and she was the queen that year which was like also I mean it's a really special memory obviously since I don't have her anymore so it was so cool I just like walked up and then I sat on this throne and my sister was next to me and I had these shoes on that were way too small and they were uncomfortable and this like thing on my shoulders that weighed like 15 pounds and I just had to sit there and like pretend like I was happy the whole time So actually being a princess kind of sucks, but (laughs) I I still, I get to brag. So it's whatever. Yeah. Still amazing memory. Is your sister an artist as well? She is actually a social worker, but she just had a baby. So she's at home right now with her little babe. Her name is Violet. Oh, that's cool. Like I, that's, I don't know. That's just a very cool fact to know about you, I guess. For someone who doesn't know you. It is. It's one of my like facts that I would bring up, you know, whenever the teacher would be like, what's the cool thing about you? I always had like a really good backup, like twin or princess. I mean, it just depends <laughs> on like, if I want to flex on these, these people. <laughs> that's funny. So what's something that you would love to for Frida's listening in, like, to know about you. Don't ever be afraid to share your art with the world because everyone needs art. And even if they don't like it, like, you created an emotion in them, and that's, like, powerful. So you should definitely, like, hold on to that, especially if you're pissing them off for the right reasons. Then, you know, more power to you. Wow. Uh, have you ever pissed off anybody with your art? I don't think that I have, but like I tried to run an ad on one of or a boost on my post one time on Instagram, and it was like a political piece that I did um, about the gassing at the Mexican border like two or three years ago now. And it was like a gas mask with uh, the uh, mascara. La- what is the thing? Gosh, I can't think of the name. The sugar skull. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a gas mask with the sugar skull like painted on the front of it. So I tried to run that as um, an advertisement or whatever. And Instagram was like, no, you're not allowed to do that. And then they like removed the post. What the fuck? No, and there's like so many things that Instagram lets people get away with. And like, then they like remove my stuff for no apparent reason. Like they literally removed one of my stories this morning as spam for no reason. But we're getting a little off topic. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm like, what the fuck, Instagram? <laughs> yeah, it's messed up. It's messed up. <laughs> I would be so irritated. Like, you know, and the reason, okay, so on TikTok, I always see people like, oh, especially when we start talking about political things, things are very important things are happening in our country right now, right? And they'll always be like, tiktok is not showing this to people or tiktok is banning this and i'm always like is it tiktok or is it the algorithm and oh my god i can't believe fucking they'd be doing that like shaking my head (laughs) i know i mean it's not like 
I was I was like saying anything wrong. I mean, I'm speaking out against a war crime, technically. I mean, whatever. I can't believe they actually like read stuff like that. I thought like when they approve pills, it would be like, oh, that looks good, approve, and like not actually take the time to to really look at all of them. But I guess they do. I don't know. What else would you like to share with us? <laughs> I know. I would think it's really important, I guess, to find like people that you can like go to and discuss your ideas with and potentially like you can collaborate with just someone that you can like trust and bounce ideas off of but I like to have a few different people and I don't even think necessarily like all of them have to be artists they can just be like people that are close to you like just to get a different perspective sometimes it means like a lot and I've even just asked like roommates before like what do you think about this and they're like why don't you just change this background color to this and then it's like why didn't I think of that like it's just having a second perspective sometimes is like so valuable so if you can possibly run it by your ideas or your like new concepts by different people like having a little group to run to when you need help or things is great I mean, it's just like having like your own hype group, basically. Yes, I like that hype group. <laughs> um, no, I do think it's important to have a hype group. And I think it really does help with uh, being consistent as well. And it helps you keep showing up even when you maybe feel a little discouraged because you can have someone hype you up and tell you to keep going. And we all need at least one or two people like that in our lives that will hype us up when we need it, you know? Right. I'm really lucky to have like such a supportive, face around me oh i don't know what to ask anymore <laughs> well i don't know we've been talking for like 50 minutes it doesn't even feel like it honestly but this whole time it's still like 10 minutes to me which is interesting maybe because we've been we've bounced around from like talking well, i think we can get along really well <laughs> yeah no it's awesome i'm so glad like to have a new art friend i knew we were gonna get along really well Aww. <laughs> i i like um I've met so many, I don't know if it's been a lot, um, but a couple of people I've had on here, it's like I've gotten to know them. Like I really didn't, like Gina, um, I didn't really know Gina. I mean, I knew her from Instagram. Like I would watch her stories a little bit, but I didn't really, I hadn't really had a conversations. And to be honest, I don't even know how the heck, oh, I invited her. I invited her because she wanted, she said she wanted to be on a podcast. I'm like, you know what? I'll bring her on. <laughs> so... <laughs> And she had a very cool story to tell too. So that was nice. And yeah, it's like, you just never, you never know when this episode airs. I don't know who I'll meet after this. So it's just been really amazing to grow this community. And uh, it's still, I'm still work. Like I have big plans for it, but it's just one step at a time. Right. Yeah, me too. I mean, my website's launching soon and I'm going to have like a merch and that's going to be very new. And I really want to start, like, an email list. So there's, like, a bunch of things to, like, have planned. So watch out to the world. <laughs> That's exciting. I, I, I think it's so important as an artist to have different sources of revenue and, like, expand as much as you can with your products. Because even, like, there's only so much art we can produce physically. 
And I think having merch is just another way, amazing way to get our work out there. And the awesome. I like just got this shirt in the mail today. So that is so cool. Is that one of is that one of the shirts that's gonna be on your on your shop? Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't expected that from you. And not, not in a bad way. I just because I just I'm, I don't know. I think it's so cool. Like I just didn't expect it. That's a cool design. It's like very thank you. I guess I expected more like pastel colors. Cause I see a lot of like purple and like green and on your on your newsfeed. I mean, on oh, your okay. Instagram thing. So right. red is a very, I'm really surprised. Like red. Well, actually, I keep going down. I see more red, but it's a cool surprise. I'm doing like a rainbow feed right now. So that's like it fades in the colors. I don't know. I don't really limit myself to one style or one color palette or anything. Um, but rainbow is kind of part of my brand. So I'm just like going with it. I see it. I'm just like, I don't think I've really actually taken the time to really look at all your art. And it's just, I think one of my favorite ones is the pop heart with a different pattern. Thanks. That was actually one of the pieces that I found like around my house. So that's like a cookie tin and some stickers. And then the base is the top of a candle. What? That is yeah. so what is okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna go through it more and see what else I can find so you can tell me about it. The Okay. I love this. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> the Rubik Cube. That one's pretty funky. It has like oh, a Oh so yeah that's I 3D printed that so it took me a really long time to model that and I couldn't have done it without my teacher honestly but it was an idea that I've had for like a super long time that I just never even thought would be possible and it is with 3D printing so that is actually like incredibly amazing and exciting for the future of art and everything but yeah it's like a working uh, Rubik's Cube and I mm -hmm. scanned my face um and then I modeled it in the thing so it's like it's about like emotions and feeling like all mixed up you scanned your so that's your face on the cube yes oh my god like did you you should talk oh my god that's like a cool little fun fact that is just whoa okay let's keep scrolling because there's so much art now that I'm like oh my god I have to know like <gasps> you have the Powerpuff Girls I love the girls is that a, like oh so that, that was actually so i do this fun pumpkin series every year yeah guys y'all can't see this but my like jaw dropped like that is so crazy <laughs> like what the fuck so yeah i just make a new pumpkin character every year i guess so the other ones that you see on there there's like betty boop and the hulk i guess and there's like super mario but those are all from previous years. And then I, um, I'll like repost them at Halloween time and I make it like a game for my followers and there's like riddles and everything. So, um, yeah, I decided last year to be super crazy and make three pumpkins instead of one. And, uh, it turned out really good. <laughs> that was, I've never seen that. And that was, that's really, that made me happy. That's just so fucking dope. I wanted to make a Grinch pumpkin this year because I still had my pumpkin from Halloween during Christmas, but I never, I bought the paint. That's as far as I got, but I never painted it. Um, I also like this cool eye. It's like a 3D eye mixed media. Seems like. Oh, okay. So that is, um, a print that I guess it's like a digital print that I made and then it's a collab piece that I did with one of my friends on Instagram her name's Cameron so she does beading and stuff so I sent her the picture and then she beaded it and I think it turned out like so cool it looks so dope 
I love when artists collaborate with each other because you never know. Like I collaborated with um, Wolf. She's an artist from, oof, I forgot. I don't know if it's Maryland, Massachusetts, one of those states over there. And she makes clay pieces. She makes clay earrings. And we put her clay hearts on my crowns. And it was so cool because I never thought I would collaborate with an artist on a crown. So that was so Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, so that was that was that was pretty fun. Let me see. I, I do like this part too, like the uh heart of stone. It reminds me of the Powerpuff Girl heart too, but it's just separate like cut in half. Right. So that's actually a rock that I found, which is like the craziest thing ever. I found it like that. And it was like a broken heart shape. And then I knew, like, I knew what it needed to be. And I was like, it needs to be the Powerpuff Girls thing. I just, I knew it. So <laughs> I'm not like obsessed with the Powerpuff Girls or anything. I'm just really inspired by like pop culture and nostalgia in general. So like anything from my childhood. But that rock was just like insane. And I was like, I have to make this into something. So I, yeah, I painted on it. And there's like a video of me painting it, I think on Instagram, but it's like the craziest thing. I can't believe I found that wrong. Okay, my mouth has been like open for the last minute. Like my my jaw just dropped, like what the fuck? Like <laughs> if you're listening, just go check out um, Haley's comment designs. I have her link down below. Just go click on it so you can know what we're talking about as you're listening. I've never done this on an episode where I go through the newsfeed and ask about their art, which I kind of like. I kind of like doing because I think it's so cool to know, like, the stories behind the art. And sometimes, I mean, we do talk about it on Instagram, but it's just so different when you're hearing it audio version, I guess. And so you painted the heart, right? You painted the rock. Yeah. I wish it was, like, two pieces, but, like, do you still have... I know. Yeah, I do. Let me go grab it. I wish I could find the other half. Maybe one day. Okay. (gasps) Oh my god! I gotta have it. Oh my god! Oh my. Okay. The more I see it, oh, I'm gonna cry. I just Powerpuff Girls are like part of my childhood. Like I wanted to be Buttercup so bad when I was a little girl, and recently I've been like re obsessed with them. So guys, okay. So if y'all go look at Haley's Instagram and you scroll a little bit down, you see like a heart. You'll recognize it instantly. It's like the butter the. Powerpuff Girl heart, but it's like (laughs) in half. And but the cool thing that you can't see in the picture, but I just saw when she showed it to me right now, um, is that like it wraps around. So like if you were to be looking at it like from the side view, you can see how like the the heart. Like can you hold it up again? The the heart. Yeah, like you can see how the heart wraps around the the rock, like the actual. Oh my, I'm just like obsessed with it. Yeah, I'm gonna be looking at your shop after this because uh, I'm I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Uh, <laughs> I just I love your art. Oh my god! Like and it's so interesting. Thank you. If I didn't know, like if I wasn't here talking to you, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know. Like. It's just, it's, when you can make a connection to an art piece, it just changes the game, really. Like, it's just like, oh my God, I want it. Um, Right. Yeah, so I, it's been so nice getting to know you and your art. Like, I'm like, I don't know. It was like talking about your art at the end was like the cherry on top because I'm like, oh my God, it's like just so cool. I love learning the stories behind the art pieces. Yeah, uh, thank you. I'm glad to share. I know I need to do that more on Instagram. It's hard for me. It's like a, really hard for me sometimes <laughs> well interestingly interestingly enough I talked about that we kind of touched on this on the episode with Gina Arico and how we were talking about that this exact thing how 
We don't. So basically, I think she was telling the story or I asked her the story about something. And she said that she likes to hear the stories behind like music. She likes to know everything, the background about music or an art piece or a book or whatever. And and then we don't really share that as an artist, like ourselves. Like we love to see it from other people. We love to hear the story behind um, our their work, but we don't do it ourselves. It's like we kind of just, I don't know if we forget or we're like for, for some people might be just in general hard to just talk about. But like I know I just sometimes I make things and then by the time it actually sees the, the day of light on Instagram, I'm already like de- detached from it or like it doesn't mean as much to me anymore or I'm like, moved on to the next thing and it's kind of like oh what was I thinking about when I made that like what was it about like you kind of just I don't know in my well in my experience but um maybe we should make it like a challenge for like a whole week like each day post an art piece and tell the story behind it and I think that could be cool like so people can get to know more about us and the work we do (laughs) we should do something like that Uh, it's yeah I'm really I'm trying to break out of it. it it's like I'm such a perfectionist and I think as artists it's just really hard for us to share about ourselves because we want it to be about our art mm-hmm. and not about us and that is just like you have to force them together I'm I'm like I'm like here and then they're not forced fully together yet I do have captions for some of my art pieces and like explanations and like it's just not all of them and some of them I guess don't really have like me and I was just like I made this and then there it is but sometimes it's just hard to explain also so mm-hmm. I think that's why it's cool that we do there's more things are a little bit more audio now with videos so like we can do like voiceovers a video and we can talk about the piece as we're showing it and you know what I'm gonna start doing I'm gonna do that that sounds really cool to do but it just takes a little bit more work because you gotta edit and then you gotta talk and then you're like oh and then you only have like a minute to talk sometimes and like you gotta know what you're saying and talk really fast and like I think that's what I know yeah video editing is like no joke and I mean I'm just getting into reels like in the past few months so it's like it's a lot I mean people like oh you just throw them out there and it's so easy and I'm like I'm not there yet I don't know maybe I won't get there but that's fine I don't see video editing as easy what I started doing so like I don't like I like reels but what I don't like about reels is that the function on Instagram is not that easy to use as TikTok is and for me like I tried recording reels on Instagram and it was very glitchy I would get so upset because I would spend like a whole hour doing a reel for it to just glitch on me and then disappear or mess up or something so in order to avoid that what I started doing is either I'll record the videos on TikTok and then I will use an app to upload the video so I can take off the watermark because yeah yeah Instagram doesn't really like that anymore and then two or two what I'll do is I'll edit the video on a different app like I use Viva Video. It's a really great app. And then I'll just make sure it's like a minute long and I'll just edit it like as if it was edited on TikTok or Reels. And then I'll just upload it. And then I just have to add the music. Right. So that really helps with the editing process. So you don't have to be scared to lose. That, that's my biggest fear is like recording on either platform and then losing my progress because then it's like you spent all that time for nothing. But yeah, editing off on other apps really helped. <laughs> That's great to know. I'll definitely try that out. I think I have the video and I've used it before, 
but I have It's my favorite. I pay for the subscription so that it doesn't leave the water, so I can take off the watermark, which is only like 12 bucks a year, which is really great in my opinion. It's like nothing. It's like, oh, pay once and that's it. Yeah, and then I use for TikTok to get the watermark off, I use TikTok download. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just called TikTok. I've heard of the Snapchat one. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I tried different ones. That was just the one that worked for me best. And I guess because I have Android and a lot of people don't. I guess. Me too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. A lot of people are like, oh my god, I love Android. Like, I love my Note. I think this is like Note 9, but I'm going to get the newest one because this one's outdated now. But Preach. Preach. <laughs> but it's like a mini computer. Okay, so I know this is off topic, but I don't care. I When I was getting a new phone last time, I tried the Note. It wasn't the Note. It was uh, the Samsung 10 or something. It was a Galaxy 10. And it was so slow. And like, I was just like, I was just so spoiled with the Note the, the Samsung Note 10 or Note 9, whichever one at the time. Because it's literally like having a computer on your phone. And like, I realized that not all phones are like that. Like, they're not all like fast or like, I have all the gadgets or like the capabili- capabilities. And I'm like, once you go like Samsung Note 10 or 9, you, like, you can't go back in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my little... I agree. My boyfriend has the Note and I'm like super jealous. So it's a really great phone so like apple iphone haters can keep on hating because i heard y'all phones ain't that great anyways <laughs> i agree oh my goodness <laughs> funny. any last words or any last things you would like to say before we sign off it was wonderful talking to you on this beautiful Saturday. It was a pleasure having you and getting to know you. And um, for the Fritas out for y'all listening, go follow Haley at Haley's Comet Designs. Like I said, I'll link it down below. She's so awesome. She's like, you're like, I love your personality. You're such an amazing person. And Aww, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to keep um, connecting with you online and, and getting to know you more. And just Me too. You, honestly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on and I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. Hey Queen, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, do leave us a review on iTunes letting us know. And if you'd like to connect more with the women tuning in, follow us at The Modern Fritas on Instagram. And if you'd like to get to know me more, then come connect with me at Jennifer V. Hartley. See you there.